This season of The Wedding Digest is brought to you by Wedbooker, the only place to find and book your dream wedding venue and suppliers online. Go to wedbooker.com. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of The Wedding Digest. I'm your host and producer of the pod, Lucy, and with me as always is our wedding planning guru, Ali. Thanks for joining us, guys. So today we're going to be taking a deep dive into the surprise wedding, where to even start, how to plan one, how to keep it a secret, and most importantly, how to pull it off. Yeah, that's the big one. Uh, You know what? There's just something so romantic and fun and exciting about a surprise wedding. I've actually never been a guest to a surprise wedding and I really would love to be. So I'm super excited to hear your tips on this one, Ali. Plus, we're also going to be chatting with a real life bride who pulled off the most incredible surprise wedding, Zoe Morley. Yeah, Zoe's actually the perfect person to share her insights on this because she's also a wedding photographer. In fact, Luce and I coincidentally both had Zoe as our wedding (laughs) photographer at our own weddings. I know. She has even more of an understanding of what it takes to pull off an amazing day, let alone how to surprise all your guests as well. I know. I'm so excited to chat with her. Let's get into it. Okay. So Ali, let's start off with the simple question. What classifies as a surprise wedding? A surprise wedding is just really as it sounds. It's a wedding that only maybe you and your partner know about. It's often planned as an engagement party or a birthday. So your guests are all still coming and then you just surprise them and you add in a celebrant or someone who can formally marry you. And you also be in a wedding dress. So it's still a wedding. It's just one that your guests don't really know about. Mm, I love the idea of this. It's so romantic. So how many people then should a couple include on the surprise to help them make it happen? I know you mentioned obviously the bride and groom know about it, but they would need a few more people to be in on the surprise to help pull it off. Yeah. I think the general rule here is as few as possible, or I guess Mm -hmm. the ones that you can really trust when you have such exciting news, like, Hey, I'm having a surprise wedding. People just can't help, but let that accidentally spill out. So the less people you can tell always the best. Um, but I do always suggest that, you know, you both you and your partner have a wingman. So whether that be your maid of honor or your best friend and his best man, someone to kind of help you along the way and to pull it off or have a wedding planner there, someone who can sort of take a bit of the stress away from you. Uh, then maybe you probably need to tell your mum. I don't know about you, but my mum would be absolutely devastated if I hadn't yeah. told her I was getting married and pulled off a surprise. Um, but then that depends on your family. So just sort of think about who would be offended if they didn't know, but then who really does need to know without telling too many people. Yeah, exactly. I think a wedding planner is a great idea as well because you certainly don't want to be running around making sure everything's in place on the actual day. In the end, you do want to ensure that you're the one that's having a great time too. Um, Okay. What about the best styles of surprise Mm -hmm. wedding then? Yeah. Look, I think usually it's the two styles. Um, I love the old engagement party turn surprise wedding. It is probably the most common one and it just never gets old. It means that everyone is already there to celebrate your love. And it's a really nice way to get people, I guess, prepared and they get a little bit dressed up. Or you have a big birthday party um, for yourself or your partner and then turn that into a surprise wedding. So the style is really anything that is going to get everyone gathered without sort of getting them too suspect on you. Um, I have seen some couples who actually 
have a big birthday party and they get engaged at the birthday party and then straight away turn it into a surprise wedding. So it's like knocking it out all at once. (laughs) Now, I think the bride must know the engagement's coming because I don't know if you could propose and then get married at the same time. I don't know. It could be a really brave groom, um, but I think (laughs) in that situation the bride should probably know as well. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. And I also think if you are opting for, for the birthday excuse to then throw a surprise wedding, you've you kind of got to make sure it's a milestone birthday, like a 30th rather than a 27th or something like mm. that, because a 27th probably wouldn't encourage people from overseas or interstate to, to fly back for it. It's got to be some kind of a milestone, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have to make it out to be something really big or really exciting. Um, so people are going to be there or just make it out to be very important to you in some way um, so, that, so that everyone is going to come. Yeah. Okay. So how long do you need to plan a surprise wedding is this something you you can kind of go once you do get engaged all right let's just throw a surprise wedding or you know does do you need more time to organize it and also can it be done interstate or as a destination it depends on how extravagant your surprise wedding is going to be like any anything else really uh, if it's an engagement party turned wedding then a lot of the elements in an engagement party are going to cross over or tick boxes for you in a surprise wedding so if you're just thinking um, fairly low key but you want to just flip the engagement into the wedding, maybe, you know, one, two, three months. Um, If you have a planner there, um, that's definitely going to help. Then from the sort of basis of an engagement party, you'd need to add your celebrant, your florists, make sure you have great AV, maybe a DJ and some photographers, and then you're really ready to go. But also one thing that you do have to consider is the dress. If you're wanting to wear a proper wedding dress. Some of those designers, as we know, need you know six to 12 months lead time to get your gown to you. So it might be the designer that determines how quickly you can turn it around. But that depends on if you want to wear a traditional wedding dress and you know if you're going for a well-known designer or someone who needs that lead time or if you're happy just to wear you know, a beautiful white dress that, you know, doesn't take quite as long to make. And I guess it also depends on supplier availability as well. But then again, I guess like you are still planning a wedding, even though your guests might not know that that's what you're planning, you are still planning a wedding. So it does still take a lot to pull that off. Mm. And I think people forget that. The idea of a surprise wedding is, oh, it's just an engagement party and I'll just tag the word surprise wedding on the back. But there are elements in those traditions that if you want to have them in the wedding that you need to include. So you actually need to more think of it as I'm planning a wedding, but I'm just not Mm. telling anyone about it rather than I'm planning an engagement party and just adding wedding on the other side. And it can be more overwhelming because you don't have your whole crew to help you and support support you. you. And you've only really got who you've told. So, you know, maybe that's another reason to tell a few more people so that they can sort of chip in and um, be some extra hands for you. And I guess if you are planning a destination wedding, you've got to remember that your guests, again, aren't a that it is a wedding. So if you've booked somewhere in Bali and you're expecting, you know, all your guests to come to an engagement party in Bali, a lot may not if they think mm-hmm. it is just an engagement party. So those are some things yeah. you might need to consider too. Yeah. If you're trying to pull off the destination or an interstate surprise wedding, um, you may need to consider if you want to keep it a complete surprise, whether you say to everyone, it's my 30th birthday, I've booked out this hotel 
and I would love you all to come. It's probably the easiest way to get everyone there. If you've got the accommodation there for you, it's going to add up very quickly. Um, but otherwise, you're probably going to find yourself having to tell more people just to make sure that your the loved ones and everyone you want to be there are actually there um, and make the effort for the occasion. Okay, so how then do you invite your guests to a surprise wedding, making sure they all come but without giving too much away? And I guess this plays into the point before is what you choose to disguise it as. You definitely invite them and, and make it out to be something really lavish or, you know, a really cool party. Send proper invitations and make a really big deal out of it so that it looks like it's something special from the get-go. Definitely ask for an RSVP and even an early RSVP just so you can then sort of gauge if any of those key people aren't planning on attending and then you can find a way to try and get them there as well. If you're really set on not telling those people, you could have a mutual friend convince them. So if one of your best friends, you know, say can't get out of work, you know, you're one, you can get your one of friends, your friends to go to her like, you know, baby, you really should come. You know, it'll be so fun. I haven't seen you in so long. I really want to hang out and get your friend to be the one to try and convince them so that you don't feel like you're trying to convince everyone and then it sort of gives too much away. My final question for you, Ali, is what would say your top three tips be to pull off the perfect surprise wedding? Definitely number one is be organized. Have your maid of honor, your bestie or a planner there to help. They're really big things to pull off and you just don't need to handle all of that stress on your own. Then, uh, as I said before, long lead times in your RSVPs so that you know who can come and who can't. And you can then make sure that your guests are going to be there, that you want to be there and make sure on your wedding invitation, I think I'm going to give you an extra tip here, actually, (laughs) make sure on your wedding (laughs) invitation that you give people enough time to arrive. So if you're planning on walking down the aisle at, you know, 3.30 in the afternoon, traditionally for a wedding, you'd tell people it was a 3.30 start or 3 o'clock and they'll be on time because it's a wedding. If it's an engagement party or a party, people aren't always on time and you don't want people walking in halfway through the actual wedding. So with that 3.30 start time for the wedding, I'd be suggesting people are getting there. You're inviting people from 1.30 or 2 o'clock to make sure that everyone is there and ready to go when you actually walk down the aisle. And I would say also make sure you appear before you walk down the aisle. I think that would be the biggest giveaway if I was going to be Mm. going to a friend's surprise wedding and I was hanging out for an hour at their engagement party and hadn't seen them. You need to make sure that they've seen you and they see you at your engagement and then you can sort of whisk away and get into your gown just so they, again, they don't sort of start to get onto you a little bit and and sort of figure it out. Great tip. Thanks so much, (laughs) Ellie. Are you looking for your wedding venue and suppliers? Do you want to have all your wedmen in one place? Need some convenient support from Ali, our wedding planning expert? Well, Wedbooker is your go-to, the only place to plan and book your wedding online. Visit wedbooker.com. Zoe Morley, thanks so much for joining us. It's so good to have you on the podcast. Now, obviously, we can't wait to hear all about your incredible surprise wedding, but also, coincidentally, you happen to be both mine and Ali's wedding photographer and an incredible one at that. So it's so exciting to have you on. Yeah, it's so exciting to talk to you guys. So glad to be here. Thanks for having me. So why don't we start, Zoe, with how you and Jewel met and when did he pop the question? Um, When did we meet? We met three friends quite a few years ago um and he popped the question the end of 2000 and 
18. Yeah. So we pretty much, we had a pretty short engagement in the end. It was only like six months or something. But yeah, we we're just at my mum's sort of farm for Christmas with the whole family. And yeah, he just did it there, which is exciting. Oh, oh I so love that. Beautiful. So romantic. Yeah. Now, um, you recently celebrated your one-year wedding anniversary, um, which is super exciting. So mm-hmm. obviously uh, tied the knot just last year, pre-COVID era. Now you opted for a surprise wedding. Is that something that you always wanted to do? Um, I don't really know what I wanted because I guess photographing weddings every weekend, I kind of felt like I would want to do something a little bit different to how all the weddings that I had photographed previously. So I knew in some way it would be different, but I didn't know exactly how. Um, Yeah, I think that it just ended up being that we just decided to do the surprise wedding. We kind of had the situation where I lived in an old church, so having an engagement party at our house kind of like fit into that. And then we still got to get married like in an old church, which is kind of pretty cool. I love um, that. Yes. Yeah. So when you say an old church, like you literally, we, I've, I've, I have been there before cause that's where we met before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I met you to do my wedding photography, it is this incredible, literally one of those beautiful old churches, the, the, the tiny small, well, it's not tiny for a house, mm. but like a tiny in, in the way when you think about a church yeah. with a beautiful triangular roof, it's just such a magical place. So yes. you obviously grew up there and lived there with your mum. So what yeah. a perfect venue to, oh, so to have a wedding. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad we ended up doing it that way because obviously with COVID this year, because we were planning on having like a wedding in um, July this year. And then I'm so glad we ended up doing a surprise wedding because, yeah, we wouldn't have ended up being able to get married in the church um, in our house because it's now just got sold this week. So yeah, everything kind of happens for a reason, but it was a good decision in the end just to do the surprise wedding. That's for sure. I have wanted to do an like a surprise engagement wedding. Um, It's definitely been on the cards and I think a lot of people were sus for me because of that. Um, <laughs> so I think that I don't really know if there was a definite time. I think because we just decided to like push it forward to this to last year and not wait like a whole year and a half. And I was like, well, we don't really want an actual engagement party. Let's just do a surprise wedding. And I think, um, I don't know, I just liked the vibe. I photographed a few surprise weddings before and I've just mm. really enjoyed like the whole atmosphere and like, the reactions of guests and um, it's kind of more my style and Jules' style as well. Like we're not very traditional people and I definitely love the idea of doing something a bit different. It's kind of all fit into place. As a wedding photographer, you would think about this so much visually. You take very real photos and you're so talented at capturing those emotions uh, in the moment. Thank you. Um, So was that something you think played on your mind, like the idea of capturing the genuine surprise on your guests' faces? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think having something that was different and kind of created that genuine sense of like, I don't know, a bit of a thrill and an excitement at a wedding. But you have said uh, when you talk about being to many weddings, usually you would shoot 50 weddings a year. Obviously, COVID year has been the exception, but yeah. 50 weddings a year, that is a lot. That's, is a lot. that's one a week essentially. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so it's funny when you say that, you know, you've been to so many weddings and seen so many weddings done that you wanted to do something differently because I think so many people in the industry just feel the exact same way and there's something about wanting to spice it up or do something different 
um, that we all seem to want to do. So when you thought, let's do a surprise wedding, did that make it more challenging or easier? Because I tend to think a surprise wedding shouldn't be too hard. Um, you just mm-hmm. add in a few little extra elements and it's done. Was it that easy or did it surprise you? Yeah, it ended up being a lot of work, but I think <laughs> more so because um, we did everything ourselves. So like for the ceremony and stuff, like I did all the styling and I was like literally like hand dyeing all the cloth that I was hanging in the, you know, like I just did too much. And I think like mm. that was that was a lot of work, but it ended up being like amazing, like worth it. But, um, I was literally, we were working up until the day of the wedding. Like my mom was there like hanging up decorations and like fixing flowers and stuff, literally like an hour before everybody was arriving. So that was just crazy and just chaotic. Like it was honestly chaos, like from the, <laughs> from the beginning of the day into the end of the day. So I definitely, um, wasn't really, I, I, I didn't really anticipate that because when, whenever I go to photograph a wedding, like it's so calm at the getting ready photos and like people are drinking champagne and everyone's just like not a part of the whole like reception area. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Surely it's um, that easy. (laughs) Yeah. That was definitely a lot harder. And also coordinating stuff when people don't really know what's going on, like because you don't have an event coordinator, you don't really have like a venue planner or um, someone to liaise with about food like you have to make all the decisions yourself and make decisions about timing yourself and like blades with all the vendors yourself to kind of coordinate the event so yeah that was a lot more work than I anticipated for sure and you mentioned that your mum was helping you do the setup so how did you Mm. decide how many people knew about the secret and then how did you pull off the surprise to fool your guests Mm. yeah that was that was actually really hard. Like I, I would have loved to have been able to not tell anybody and just kept it like a massive surprise for all. And kind of yeah. like, I kind of wish we had done that, but then I just feel like it's so hard because we have um, really close international, like friends that live internationally and um, family that live interstate. So we kind of felt like we had to kind of tell them that it was going to be a wedding because otherwise I know that they would have been really upset if they couldn't have made it. Um, yeah. So that was, yeah, that was a bit tricky, but. Um, that's, terms, that's an yeah. important point actually, because um, one of my close friends from work had a surprise wedding actually, and which mm-hmm. I was invited to, but she, um, she said it was an engagement party and just a small dinner and engagement party. Yeah. Um, and I actually had to work that day and I couldn't make it and it was one of those ones where I tried to get out of work but no one because it was a Saturday no one could uh, cover for me and I sort of was like oh what a bugger but it ended up being a surprise wedding and I was so devastated because that I missed it so I guess that is something you really need to consider particularly for, for your closest friends too exactly yeah so we did actually end up telling like our I pretty much told my like five closest closest friends and then we did tell family because it was just too hard to keep that part a secret we had like 120 people and maybe like 20 people knew that it was a wedding and that kind of did help with like managing the day I guess and yeah we had a lot of people that came from overseas as well and that wouldn't have come if we didn't tell them it was a wedding so I would have been upset if they didn't come so I don't know it's hard to keep cat in the bag I guess when you've got 
20 people that know because I, Jewel and I were very good at keeping it a secret. Uh, I think a couple of Jewel's friends like accidentally let it slip. So it wasn't us that let it slip. It was they let it, I don't know. So it does end up making it a lot more complicated. So it would be, it would have been cool if we could have just not told anybody and then it would have been like a complete surprise for everybody. Yeah. But yeah, it would be hard to manage. Like I think unless you've got, if you kept it really small and um, were okay with people missing it that were important to you, then yeah, I guess it's just weighing up which you prefer. So in hindsight, do you think because you ended up doing so much of the planning and organizing and even on the day itself, would you um, like, do you regret not having a wedding planner or someone there to kind of take the reins on this and take a little bit of that pressure and stress off you? Yeah, I think I, I did actually have my friend who was an event planner. She, um, she was really good. Like she helped kind of coordinate everything because I got a bit it got a bit too much for me so thank god I had her she worked in yeah. events so that was just amazing like I definitely could not have done it without her like if you're going to do a surprise wedding or any wedding I definitely recommend having an event coordinator or a wedding planner just somebody to help you know with that extra stress for sure but yeah, yeah I wish I had maybe somebody who like she was great because she does events but I kind of wish I had somebody who was involved in weddings because it's just a bit of a different situation um and like knowing timings and expectations and like photos and when things happen like having somebody who was actually in the wedding industry would have probably helped with that because the, the timings ended up just getting a bit chaotic and then a bit of a mess but also <laughs> it's a wedding like you've got to expect that things don't go to plan a hundred percent so can yeah. you talk us through then the reveal on the big day did you have a special moment where it was like surprise or like fireworks mm-hmm. or like what was the big bang we're yeah. getting married and you guys are actually at a wedding the way we did it is that we told everyone it was an engagement party and that everyone needed to be there sort of in late afternoon around 4.30 for sunset drinks, um, sunset cocktails actually. So people were pretty hammered already by the time they <laughs> actually got um, I think a lot of my friends are kind of like on to me because they knew that I wouldn't be going the traditional route with the wedding. But because um, when everyone arrived, I was wearing just – a normal, I don't know, engagement dress. Like it wasn't a wedding dress. Mm. And I was just greeting people as usual and we're hanging out, having cocktails with them. And I was acting like totally nothing was amiss and there was no wedding on the way or anything. And we had um, hidden, like closed off the actual church part of our house. So the ceremony wasn't, ceremony area wasn't visible. So no one could actually see that there was a ceremony set up in there. And then it, I think we just knew that at 5.30 or something, I was I slipped away and got changed into my wedding dress and disappeared. And then um, oh, my wow. friend, yeah, made an announcement being like, can everybody, oh, it was actually quite cold. Um, and so my friend was like, oh, let's, everybody just come into the church. It's getting a bit chilly. We'll just do a few speeches. I mean, they're out of the cold. And so everybody yeah, walked into the church and then obviously as soon as they walked in, they saw Jewel at the front. He was standing there like he said that was the best bit. Oh, my goodness. He saw, yeah. He saw everybody oh, I'm getting tingles. <laughs> it was pretty cool like that. Like I couldn't see it but I could hear people screaming because um, oh. I was like hidden in the bedroom getting changed and all I could hear was like like squealing and screaming and Jules said he was at the front and all his friends are like walking in being like flabbergasted and we thought they could see and 
um, he said that was the best part, like seeing everybody's reactions as they came in was like really cool. Then did you do the traditional um, walk down the aisle? Yeah. Did it yeah. play out like a wedding then? Yeah, yeah. I kind of wanted that. Like I, I, even though it was an engagement party and a bit different, um, I still wanted that whole like, yeah, walk down the aisle and wear a wedding dress and, yeah, Jewel got changed into a tux. Um, so we both did like a five-minute change of <laughs> change of outfit. It was fun. Amazing. <laughs> I've never seen a bride get dressed so quick. <laughs> when you down the aisle, were people excited? Normal weddings, everyone's quite quiet and respectful. Were, were people no, reacting yeah, yeah. in the same way or were they just so excited for you? No, yeah, I think – so I walked down the aisle with my dad and then everyone was like kind of clapping and yeah, really excited. And I was like, Woo! and like, yeah, just kind of like, yeah, hyped up and everyone was like, yeah, kind of yelling along and yeah, it was definitely much more atmospheric than your regular walking down the aisle. I love oh, that. I love yeah. that as well. It's yeah. so special. And I got the most amazing videographer. Actually, um, I only booked him. I work with him quite a lot. I worked with him last weekend and I'm actually shooting a wedding with him this weekend. But, um, yeah, he ended up being able to shoot my wedding. I booked him the day before and it was the best thing I did. Like having his video is just so amazing. I, I really loved, like, yeah, love the video. Did you capture all the genuine reactions that you were hoping? Yeah, the video kind of, I think because of the way it, it was, it kind of feels like really captured the atmosphere of the day. Um mm-hmm. The photographer actually like missed most of the reactions of the guests because he was stuck behind most of people, but that's okay. I know. You can't, <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> yeah, you can't really. I mean, like it's so hard. I know what it's like as a wedding photographer. You do your best, but sometimes you can't get everything that you want. I mean, if I walked into an engagement party and there was a videographer and a photographer there, is, mm. it, is that a bit of a giveaway? How did you keep all of those things kind of under wraps? I told them not to bring their cameras out during the engagement part. So we did our, um, like we got ready and then Jewel and I did our first look and our like proper bridal party, like portraits and stuff before anybody arrived. So we went to the city and had our photos then. And then I came back, we did family photos and got changed into my like engagement dress. So they were there for all that. And then I said, oh guys, just drink, like have a beer and drink and like, kind of just pretend to be a part of the guest and like blend in. Yeah, blend in. <laughs> Incognito. Which, which they were fine with because they, yeah, I had other had wedding photographer friends there and like so yeah. it kind of wasn't too obvious because people kind of know that I'm friends with photographers anyway. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was probably a bit of a giveaway. Like it was, people were like, oh, we knew you were getting married when we saw the videographer and stuff. But then they also said, but then you were acting like so normal and you were just wearing your normal dress and we got confused <laughs> and we weren't really sure. Like, So we didn't really know. I don't know. So people uh, can always guess, but they can never be sure. In hindsight, Zoe, do you think it all went exactly to plan or did you have a few hiccups along the way? Well, it's a wedding, so you're always going to have hiccups and anyone that thinks that they're not going to have hiccups at a wedding is like lying to themselves. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, I think you've got to embrace it. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's just the way it is and you've just got to go with the flow. So, um, yeah, there was definitely hiccups. I just, yeah, you just got to not stress about it on the day. I think for somebody else who's going to do a surprise wedding, like it depends how much stress or like stuff you want to take on yourself. But I think it would have been a lot easier if I just, even if I just got ready somewhere else, like at another 
Airbnb or just house or out of the chaos a little bit. I think that would have been um, probably helped everything not be so chaotic. And also like I, because we did everything ourselves, like I did all my own styling and, you know, we had it at our house. Like if you did want to just make it simple and easy for yourselves and having it at a venue would be so much easier. And then of course having a wedding planner or event planner would definitely be helpful. Um, but I think because it's an it's still a party. So you just have to embrace the fact that it's going to be a bit different to a wedding and um, yeah, everything that comes along with a party. It's obviously going to be full of emotion and like people getting really drunk because they're so excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just a bit, it's, a, it's just going to be a different kind of event to an actual like formal wedding for sure. So did you actually have any of the other traditional parts in your surprise wedding? I know you said you walked down the aisle um, and took some beautiful portrait photos together. Did yeah. you have a first dance or a cake or what other traditional elements oh. <laughs> did you decide to include? Um, we did speeches. So we did a few speeches, but I didn't want um, I didn't want a wedding cake, so I actually made a jelly shot cake. And it was a tower of ta- – like a – massive tower of blue jelly shots and um yeah by the end of the night everyone's tongues are blue and everyone was totally wasted but yeah it was so worth it <laughs> <laughs> I didn't That's I didn't so do it cool. dance, yeah didn't do it we didn't do a first dance we just kind of just started dancing I don't really like a lot of attention so I feel like and I'm also very like uncoordinated and I knew that everyone would just laugh at me so I was like I was just happy to do a jelly shot and then <laughs> Hit the dance floor. <laughs> yeah. If you could narrow it down for our brides and grooms that are listening, that considering doing a surprise wedding, what would you say your top tips would be to pull off the ultimate surprise wedding? Having vendors that you really can rely on, who are really kind of know you and know what you want, that would be really helpful. And just so you don't have to stress about anything um, and just know kind of that they've got everything covered for you. Probably is a good thing just to tell a few people just so that they can help with stress and yeah, just kind of help you out on the day and also get excited with you because I think that's you obviously miss out on having a hens or a buck. So it is nice to have a few people that know because then they can um, get excited with you and know that you're getting married and so you can still have that kind of feeling of like, yeah, it's a special day coming up. It would have been like amazing if no one knew. Um, but then I think I would still just want like my sister, I think, and my mom to know that it was happening, but maybe like not being able to tell like friends would have been made it more fun for them. But it was still, it was nice for me having like, I still had my like girlfriends at the house getting ready with me. And yeah, that was like still nice in the morning and having champagne with them. And like, I wouldn't have been able to do that if they didn't know. So yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like a weird challenge to like tell people or not to tell people but I think in the end it ended up being a kind of a good balance of people who knew and who didn't know yeah yeah just enjoy the day as it as it unfolds and just enjoy people's reactions and make sure your vendors are on board with everything and know exactly what's happening and I think just being very organized is key like just make mm. sure you've done everything before um mm. you know exactly what's <laughs> happening be good with that run sheet like have um photo sheet run sheet like just have it all sorted so on the day you don't have to stress and um maybe delegate like a few chores to people like um 
just so you're not the one who's like carrying the burden of everything. It's just good to have somebody else that can help you with like the stress of everything that is going on. Like if, if the vendor arrives, like the food catering or whatever, it's nice if they don't have to come to you. Like you can delegate somebody else to like be in charge of, you know, who can talk to who and liaise with whatever. Um, mm. I think that would be very helpful. But I mean, it's an engagement party in the end of the day. So like that's what everyone's there for and it just turns into a wedding. Um, so yeah. it's definitely more of a party vibe. So I think parties in general just, yeah, you just got to just enjoy the day and have fun, I think. Yeah, and I love yeah. the way that you had the chapel hidden so people walk yeah. in. It was such yeah, a surprise. That's such a great way to do it. And I also mm. think doing the photos beforehand, that's such a great idea so you still get those portrait shots together. Um, yeah, exactly. Before everything starts. So there are so many things you just did so well. Oh, thank you. No, that um, the ceremony was definitely the best bit and just hearing people screaming from where <laughs> I was getting ready and I was like, I wish I could just see everybody. Like, Jules yeah. was so lucky because we got to see, like, everyone's reactions Like, because he was just standing out the front. Like having a GoPro or something set up from his angle would have been cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's a good idea, actually. Thank you so much for sharing all your tips and your insights about Thank your special you. day. Well, thanks for having me. It's nice that I got to share my wedding story with you guys because I got to share, I got to be a part of your wedding. You. <laughs> no, you were both yeah. in our weddings. <laughs> it was so good to thanks. chat to you. You too. Thanks so much for having me. I don't know about you, Ali, but honestly, I hope the next wedding I go to is a surprise wedding. I should say I hope the next engagement I go to turns out to be a surprise wedding because there's just so much excitement. I honestly got tingles talking to Zoe just then. It's such a cool idea. I love it. Yeah, it is such a fun way to surprise all of your guests and to get married in sort of a unique setting. I absolutely love the idea as well. Yeah, and I think especially in this COVID era as well, where there's so much unknown, this is it's such a fun thing to do and yeah, uplifting thing to do. So anyway, mm. if you are considering or you have been considering a surprise wedding, hopefully this has given you some inspiration to um, take the plunge and just do it. Yeah, and look, if you have any questions on how to pull a surprise wedding off or any questions about you know what to do with your wedding right now with the COVID restrictions, I am always here to help. You can reach me by, via Wedbooker's Instagram at wedbooker or wedbooker.com and of course we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of the wedding digest so we hope you guys tune in then see ya thanks for listening to the wedding digest make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes and if you love what you hear feel free to leave us a review if you want to find out more about any of our featured guests or suppliers mentioned just head to wedbooker.com you'll find a detailed blog post on each episode